Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So what I would love to talk to you about today are triggers. And I've talked about this before, but I feel like this is a word you hear all the time, right? Whether it's on social media or in shows or just in, you know, conversations as you go throughout your day. And so first of all, I'm going to offer you my definition of triggers. Okay. And then I really want to speak to why it's important that you learn how to manage them. And more specifically, your triggers are not your fault, but they are always your responsibility to manage. Let me say it that way. Okay, so first and foremost, this is how I define a trigger. You'll find other definitions out there. It's any time you notice that something changes in your body due to an overwhelming sensation or an emotion. Okay. So for example, let's say you're just going through your day, you're in a conversation with someone and someone says something and immediately you notice like the wind go out of your sails. You notice like your energy level in your body drop. You get, you know, a tight chest, you get a jittery stomach, you, you start to feel like uneasy and tight and closed and constricted. I think I already said that, but I'll say it again. You've just been triggered. Now, be very careful with that. It is not the other person's fault, nor is it your body's fault. But what has happened there is that something feels too much, too fast, or too soon to your actual body, to your nervous system. Okay. That's, that's how I define a trigger. And the reason why it is so important not to like sweep them under the rug is that every time you get triggered, you are getting an invitation to learn more about yourself. And it is an opportunity to have your own back and to take care of yourself. Okay. So I, I'm going to give you an example of how I now respond to triggers. Okay. So first and foremost, um, when I get triggered and I, something came up yesterday and, um, I immediately, I heard about it. And, and again, when I don't give you specifics on this podcast, it's not because I'm trying to hide things about myself or that sort of a thing. It's typically because I am, I am using something that happened that isn't my story really to tell, but I'm using it as a chance to get curious about it and to learn from it. Okay. So anyways, I noticed myself yesterday getting triggered and, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a big, huge trigger. Like I didn't get like the super, super tight chest, but I noticed immediately, like my stomach just kind of clenching a little bit. And I always know that there's, there's something for me to really like look into there. But I used to go directly into my head, right? When I would get triggered. And now, especially if it's a big trigger and my body feels really dysregulated, 
first and foremost, I know I have to calm my body down, right? Whether that's some breath work, walking, reaching out to a friend, screaming, yelling, crying, like journaling, whatever it may be. And you're going to have to figure out what works for you, right? I can offer you some suggestions to try, but you're going to have to try and see what works for you. And the best way I know to gauge whether or not something's working is before I try something, I make a mental note of the level of stress in my body. So like yesterday, it wasn't that high. Maybe it was like a six. And, but on other days I've had days when it's been like an 11 out of 10, right? Yes. That I know that made no sense, but that's the point. That's how high it was. And I will make a note of that. And then I'll try. My favorite is some quick breathing and then I'll check in again. Okay. Is it still a little 11? No, no, no. Now it's down to about an eight. Okay, great. The breathing's working. If it's the number's not working, I'll try it again. If it's still not working, I'll try a different tip or strategy to try and calm my body. Okay. So yesterday that part wasn't as necessary, but I wanted to get really curious about what was going on for me. And here's why it's so important to know your triggers, right? I could have, if I wasn't a self-aware human, I could have lashed out at one of the people involved in this situation. I could have sent a nasty text. I could have spent the whole day like just, just, you know, stuck in looping thoughts about this. But I knew there was something in there for me to really learn and I had to get curious about it. And so I was really focused on, okay, well, what am I making this mean? And am I making this mean that I was excluded? Nope, it's not that. Was I making it mean that I'm being manipulated? Uh, There might be a little bit of that in there. Am I making it mean that um, I'm being undermined? Ooh, maybe a little bit of that in there too, right? And keep in mind, this is kind of happening. I'm not stopping my day to do this. I'm going through my day, but I'm aware. And I don't do this in order to stay stuck in it. I do it to move through it. And I think that's the thing that, that... I don't know. These days, here's the thing. There is a difference between wanting a label or wanting to talk about your triggers, let's just say, because you want attention for them and you have no desire to learn from them, to heal from them, or to move through them. That is not what I'm talking about here. I am talking about taking responsibility for your triggers, not as in, again, like I said, it's not your fault, not like you're going to blame yourself for them. You're going to own them. Responsibility means that you are going to own them and manage them. You're not going to wait for someone to rescue them, rescue you from them. You're not going to avoid them. You're not going to numb them. You're going to take responsibility for managing them, right? So, At this point in the process yesterday, I reached out to a trusted friend and I said, okay, so this is what happened. I really need you to look at it from both sides. See if there's something I'm missing here. Give me your take on it. And, you know, she's brilliant at doing that. And of course she did that. And we had this amazing conversation throughout the day, um, you know, via Voxer over what could be at play here and all the different facets of it. And I was able to move through it. Now, here's what I'm saying. When I say move through it, I don't mean get back to positive thinking about it, the situation. I mean get to a place where I understand exactly what happened on my end, what part I played, what what emotions I was feeling, why it triggered me the way that it did, 
And I was also able to look at it from another person's point of view and not in the spirit of trying to say that what I was feeling didn't matter, but I was trying to take it, take it all in because at the end of the day, this is what I wanted. I didn't want to feel like a victim to my triggers. Okay. I wanted to feel like I had the agency to decide what to do about them and to manage them. Now, there are going to be times in life where people have triggers, trauma, traumas stored in their body, experiences, because they were, in fact, victimized. I am not speaking about that. If that is something that you have experienced, I am offering you incredible empathy and love and compassion for that. If that, if you have something like that, that has been incredibly traumatic to you, please reach out and get help from a trusted counselor or a therapist or a coach. Typically, that's more um, something that would be better to work on with a counselor or a therapist just because they have other techniques that they're trained in. But definitely do that. So I am not saying that people can't be victims of violence and abuse and all those things. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the difference between unconsciously or consciously, because some people play the victim in relationships to get attention, um, playing the role of victim. Okay. We don't, that's not something that I want to do. You get to decide if you want to do it. I'm going to tell you straight up, it's not going to serve you long-term in your life. People get really sick of people playing the victim in their relationships, but I don't want to be a victim to my triggers. I want to be the one that moves through them by managing them. Okay. So I felt like I, I felt compelled to get on here, clarify what, when I talk about triggers, what I mean by them and how to approach it, how to respond to them, how to learn from them and how to manage them so that you can move through them. Now, here's something that's really interesting. And I find this with my coaching clients. And this is the benefit of having someone in your life who you have been really open and honest with and vulnerable with who knows you and doesn't know you in the sense that they're going to judge you and be like, oh, there you go again. You know, you're just getting triggered over that stupid little thing. But someone who can say, hey, I don't know if you realized this, but it sounds like that's that hot spot again that you've shared with me about, you know, feeling inadequate in situations like this or feeling ignored when something like this happens. Do you think that could have been part of this? Did that get triggered again? And by just bringing that awareness sometimes to situations, it can be as simple as, oh my God, yes, I totally, totally overlooked that. Of course, that's why I'm so upset. It just increases your awareness. And remember guys, awareness is like the it's the cornerstone of emotional intelligence because the more aware you are of yourself and others, the more you have the ability to manage yourself and to manage your relationships. Notice that I didn't say control yourself and control other people or your relationships. Managing is different. It's being aware of how you show up in them, not trying to have power over them, if that makes sense. And I hope it does. So just get in the habit of understanding and discerning and clarifying what your triggers are. And I encourage you to get in the habit also of knowing how to manage them when they come up for you again. And here's the best part. You don't have to get rid of your triggers. 
You don't. I think sometimes we think like we do this personal development work and our goal is to like all of a sudden become whole and and perfect. Well, first of all, you were born whole. So if you have any narrative in your head about being broken, it's just something you picked up along the way. So take that one off your plate. But if you are feeling like the goal is to be perfect, no, never going to happen. The goal is to be human. The goal isn't always even to feel better, it's to feel. And even if you just become aware of the things that trigger you and you know how to take care of yourself and your body when they do, holy crap, all of my friends, that's the win. So as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.